0: Getting split ready. Getting split ready. ready. Getting split ready. For my wife, God rest her soul. Oh,
1: God, I'm so sorry. No, no,
0: no. She's not dead.
1: We're just divorced. Unscripted and honest discussions on divorce and separation.
0: Getting split ready. What was I supposed to tell him? I divorced you from the
1: show? Here's your hosts, Doug Katz
0: and Mariah Pleasant. Hey, we're here with another split ready, or actually getting split ready short again with Joshua a uh, realtor specializing uh, in Chicago and divorce, right? And wanted to get a feel for what we're seeing in the market. I'm reading a lot, some of it's contradictory. Um, what are you seeing in the market?
1: So we're seeing as we exit the summer month, into the fall as you can see behind uh, you it's already starting to rain and, and give us a little
0: <laughs> getting here in the rain yeah. i've got three kids distance learning and my wife is home so this is the only place i can record so i'm hoping there's a constant
1: drip on the right side of your screen there's a drip so i know you're covered but there's a i know drip. i know yeah. it's, <laughs> so With that being said, uh, we have been following as as a team here, a bunch of economists, and they have all indicated that the interest rates are going to be staying low, uh, definitely through this fall, through winter, and possibly even into spring. With that being said, we are starting to see, as we always do here in the Illinois area, as the summer and the months get colder, there are starting to be what we call price adjustments. And so the deals are really, really lucky to be had And unfortunately, at the same time, when we're dealing with some of our sellers, uh, we've had to decline and price adjust ourselves on what we were asking. Um, On the flip side of that same conversation is, uh, although the market was very hot this summer, once the the COVID um, guidelines started to loosen, we had some short appraisals. We had some, you know, again, you know, the comps were coming in saying, you know, everything was worth X, Y, and Z, and then um, in the second stage, when you're selling a home, a lender sends out from whatever lending institution that there is going to be um, the approval process. They will send someone out to tell you how much is your house worth, and when that happened uh, on twice uh, for me, uh, so plenty of them went through, but two of them on my behalf came up short. And so, unfortunately, from the seller side, uh, we actually had to lower the price in order to sell the property. That was uh, going
0: to be my question. Did you did 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 the deal stay together? Were sellers motivated to negotiate so that the the deal stayed together, or are you finding people who still are holding on to kind of where we were a
1: year ago? So I will tell you that the I'm uh, since we're talking about divorce here, all of my divorced clients. Obviously, we had a a coming to Jesus moment, as I call it. And I kind of explained them what was going on. And obviously I fought with the bank on actually uh, three uh, of my lows and I, I won one and the other ones had to let go but with that being said it was hey i'm gonna fight this this is where they're coming and again i've had the conversation um but you know again my some of my individual sell uh, sorry individual buyers that were not rushed or any need to sell they just wanted to because the market were was where it was and thought it would be a great time um some of them have not actually held on to the property and again my divorce clients have obviously the reason why we're getting the house ready and putting it on the market was because either the judge had pushed us to sell that was the kind of decision or you know again it was a mutual decision to say hey sure. we need to we, we need to move on now
0: you know i read an interesting there's an article on npr yesterday and it was the first time i've ever heard the term zoom town instead of boom town i guess um and i've read a lot about new york uh but other uh metropolitan areas and what I'm hearing is the, the, the Western burbs, uh, Indiana are starting to get a little bit of a migration. Are you seeing any of that phenomenon in
1: Chicago? Oh, yes. I have moved uh, a, about 10% of my clients, believe it or not, in the city limits out of it in the last, literally, which is crazy. We're talking about uh, almost hundred clients of mine. Uh, we have moved out of the city. And that is, yeah, so they are all trying to get a backyard. They are all trying to be somewhere else. So most definitely, uh, migration is huge. We actually even opened up an office last year uh, in Munster, so right over the border. Yeah, Munster, Dyer,
0: I'm hearing, I'm hearing Trump, uh, you know, all those areas. Now, a question for you, what is that? Obviously, it means buyers who are relocating um, have to be ready for bidding wars, and high prices in those areas, right? Yeah. Because that's, you know, it's just where people are moving to. Um, what does that mean for buyers, first thing? And then and then the second part of my question, and I do that, I know I always shouldn't have two-part questions, but I always do, um, is what does that mean for people moving in and out of the city? Like, how do you manage that? Because people moving out, my guess are you're seeing lower prices and they're having to get a realistic view of what they can afford, but people moving in, are they getting better deals?
1: Okay, let me, let me start off with your last question. So yeah, people yeah. moving into the city, right, are getting much better deals right now. A lot of the high-rises downtown, right, we're talking about the Loop, we're talking about West Loop, we're talking about um, South Loop, we're talking about Gold Coast area, a uh, little into Lincoln Park, Lakeview, they've stayed pretty steady, I won't lie. Um, but the actual high-rise living of downtown has started number-wise to, to decrease at a faster pace than I think anything else has. Um, because again, some people just don't want to live in a building for a few reasons. One, no outdoor space at all. Two, they're paying for amenities at this point in time that they can't use. And so the realization kind of smacked them in the face. They were like, this is horrible. I just wasted a whole year. My, you know, my monthly assessments, I can't use the gym. I can't use the balcony. I can't use the grills. And, and, and that, you know, shackle, if you will, really opened up some people's eyes to say, this is not the life I want. Right. Let's fast forward realistically in about four or five years when businesses reopen in the city and they now are sick of commuting back and forth. I think there might be a research. Uh, however, right. that is what we're seeing. And the beginning of your question was yes, there's multiple offers almost everywhere because the housing market, especially in the suburban areas and Indiana for sure, were they are not they are not and we're not ready for a surplus of people just coming out, coming out, coming out. Right. So there was bidding wars everywhere. Um, almost every single one of my deals this past four months uh, right. was all bidding wars in the suburbs and in the city. We've been pretty, you know, steady in regards to not having to deal with more, maybe more than one or two.
0: Now you specifically mentioned COVID. You know, the the two factors in the articles that I read uh, are COVID first thing and people realizing, you know, that joint space doesn't always work in in, in a situation like this, but also safety. Um, You know, we're in a tumultuous time. Are any of your buyers or sellers talking about um, safety being a concern and being out of just density where if there's unrest that they're worried about, you know, being in the middle of that? You know, you can just be a victim of circumstance.
1: Yeah, I've actually read a lot about this as well. Honestly, none of them mentioned anything about that. It was it was, it was really the frustration of money. I'm yeah. spending it for this. I have no outdoor space. Right. This, that, and the other. And it was I, like,
0: my I, belief yeah. is their assessments. They're still painful assessments, right? One hundred percent.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, great input. If any of our folks want to get hold of you, what's the best way to get hold of you besides uh, besides going to our directory because you're prominently there? That's uh, right.
1: How else can they get hold of you? Splitready.com would be right. the first place. Right. If not, you could obviously give me a phone call, my personal cell or my office. Let's give the office the local number, 312 927 5160. All right. Or give me an email, josh at buzzerrealestate.com. Buzzer like you're buzzing into your unit. Fantastic.
0: Well, thanks so much. You always give us great input, and I really appreciate it. And, uh, um, Hopefully, we'll be talking to you next quarter and seeing as strong a housing market.
1: Yes. Thank you so much for having me. Good luck to everyone watching. You got to have a good one, my friend. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.